Hello and welcome to Apartment 29A. I'm Shosh. And I'm Megan. And we're two best friends who have a lot to say. This week, we are going to drink salted caramel lebkuchen. I should have asked how to pronounce that ahead of time. (laughs) Oh no, I was so glad that you were the one that was going to have to say it. Gingerbread. (laughs) It's a gingerbread cookie. (laughs) It's true. Salted caramel lebkuchen. It's a traditional ginger, excuse me, a traditional German gingerbread dipped in decadent salted caramel tea. <laughs> That's the key word. <laughs> By the Burned and Bird and Blend Tea Company. While we talk about the book Ruthless Vows by Rebecca Ross. That is book two in the Divine Rivals series. But before we do that, Shosh, tell us what you think of this tea and how your life is going. I'm really liking the tea. It's very good. It. I was surprised how flavorful it is because I left it in longer than the advised three minutes brewing time, but it's very light. But it has a very good flavor, but I don't taste any salted caramel. It's a very sort of cinnamony gingerbread, and it's really nice, but there's no salted caramel. And as you pointed out before we started recording, I don't know what in the ingredients they thought was going to taste like salted caramel, but... Yeah, that part is missing. <laughs> but it's it's a really good tea, though. And this is our first tea from Bird and Blend. So this is a new tea company. And usually they sell their stuff in loose leaf, mostly. But I bought a bunch of the sampler boxes, which come in tea bags, which makes it easy for us. Which is great for us trying them, but means that if we like something, then I'll have to go back and buy more. Because we only have basically one of every single flavor. <laughs> interesting i didn't know that about the that this is a taster set that's awesome yeah i bought three different taster boxes (laughs) (laughs) nice there were a a lot of options a special edition christmas one which this is probably part of that a candy one and then i think just like a general regular one i don't remember what the theme of that one was Nice. nice so what do you think of our first bird and blend tea yeah as the first one it's a really good as you say, like the ingredients are black tea, ginger, apple, cinnamon, rosehip, cardamom, cloves, orange peel, and natural flavoring. Which I never know what that means. So I guess maybe the natural flavoring was supposed to be salted caramel, but I don't get that. Somehow that feels like a stretch, but yeah. I also don't know <laughs> what the natural flavoring is, so who knows? Maybe. Right. But it is really good. It's very nice ginger, cinnamon. So it's definitely a gingerbread cookie. There's no question about that. It does taste really nice. I will definitely get some more, even if I don't know that I need this one, just because they have another gingerbread one. So you can just try that one. And if they taste the same, then we know we only need one of these. (laughs) Well, that'll be interesting to be able to compare them because this one basically is gingerbread so what does their actual gingerbread one taste like is it the same or not so be a good comparison yep exactly so what's up been up with you for a week shosh oh man mostly the same stuff i don't think i'm very exciting these days trying to figure out all the going back to work stuff and taking time off at the end of my maternity leave and if I'm how I'm going back to work, 
still trying to figure out potentially moving. It's just all the things, all the things. So, yeah, <laughs> not very fun. Just, you know, trying to figure stuff out. So much stuff. But yeah. we were back in our classes and after having um, a break for the holidays, they were on different schedules, so we were back to both finally this week, which was really good for Ronan and really fun, and yeah, I don't know. My mind keeps blowing with the news every time I listen to what's going on right now. I'm just, I don't know. How is this our, the world that we're living in, basically? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's just everything like on repeat all the time right now. So, I don't know. How, how are things on your end? things are good with me what you can't see because this is a podcast is Ronan is sitting right next to Shosh and he like he was really cute just a minute ago because it was obviously really wanted one of his toys but so he worked for like a minute to get the toy just to literally immediately put it down and then go after something else (laughs) he was like I got it I'm done I'm throwing that down I was like that was a lot of grunting and work for (laughs) you to pick up the toy and then throw it down Yep. Yep. It's super cute. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. He's not even fully mobile yet, but he's like getting more and more mobile like every day. And he is a handful right now. I don't know. Once he's, I don't know if he's going to crawl or go straight to walking, but once he's moving, I'm going to be in trouble. Yeah. Well, tell him he's supposed to crawl first. Yeah. They want you to crawl first, although you're doing a lot of lifting, like pushing up a lot. So I think he might be okay because the whole point of crawling is just to like practice that muscle. Yeah. Well, maybe he'll go into a crawling position and he'll rock, but he doesn't actually crawl. And he's pulling himself up like crazy, and he always wants to be standing, but no actual crawling or walking yet. So we'll see what happens. Yeah yeah okay sorry Um, fill us in on what you're up to well it's been a good week it's been a crazy week Uh, I've been kind of proud of myself um there's probably for multiple reasons one in my patreon group we're talking about the feeling of pride this month so I've been doing different challenges to increase my pride in myself and to decrease any like egotism that would come along with that um but also the biggest reason I'm proud is that I keep getting offered more and more classes and I've taken them but I haven't like stressed out about them I'm just like I'll get them done when I get them done I will not you know like with one of them it was another 16-week course so the first week of the class the students are supposed to send me an email all right if the classroom doesn't get updated till Friday and you only have until Saturday to send me an email I don't feel bad. You can send that email on Sunday. Not a big deal. But the other class I got was an eight-week course. And I'm like, okay, well, you now have like four days to do what you should have had seven days to do. Uh, If you need more time, let me know. But I feel kind of like, not bad, but like some stress about that. But I also know that, you know, if the students need more time, I'm going to be the one to give it to them. So, but yeah. You know, trying to put all these classes together and the last one like was already put together and then I'm just editing somebody else's work. And that is probably my least favorite way to start a class. Yeah, I think that would probably be hard. seems like it'd be easier and you can just do it your way from the beginning. Mm -hmm. But you work with what you've got, I guess. 
Exactly. And I probably could do that. It just seems mean to the students who's like taking the time to like figure out that classroom already to then like wipe it entirely. So yeah, no, that's nice of you. You're always so conscious of what they need and you're always, you know, (laughs) apparently Ronan just really wants to be a part of this podcast today. So yeah. Yeah. Sorry if everyone's hearing Ronan noises. Um, but yeah, yeah. you're you're always really a nice to your students. You're a good teacher. <laughs> Thanks. I do try. And because I have so much experience at this point, it's easy for me to do. Yeah. You are so cute. You are so cute. Are you gonna let us talk about ruthless vows? Hmm? It's questionable. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Well, let's go ahead and start talking about Ruthless Vows. So Ruthless Vows is the second book in the duology by Rebecca Ross. The first book was Divine Rivals, and we just spoke about that book maybe about a month ago. I'll go ahead and read the Goodreads description. So obviously, if you haven't read Divine Rivals, this is going to contain some spoilers, so I highly encourage you to go back and read that one. We loved Divine Rivals, so definitely go read that if you haven't Um, but of course if you don't mind spoilers here they come (laughs) this is the epic conclusion to the intensely romantic and beautifully written story that started in divine rivals two weeks have passed since iris reno returned from returned home bruised and heartbroken from the front but the war is far from over roman is missing and the city of oath continues to dwell in a state of disbelief and ignorance When Iris and Addie are given another chance to report on Dacre's movements, they both take the opportunity and head westward once more, despite the danger, knowing it's only a matter of time before the conflict reaches a city that's unprepared and fracturing beneath the Chancellor's reign. Since waking below in Dacre's realm, Roman cannot remember his past, but given the reassurance that his memories will return in time, Roman begins to write articles for Dacre, uncertain of his place in the greater scheme of the war. When a strange letter arrives by wardrobe door, Roman is first suspicious, then intrigued. As he strikes up a correspondence with his mystery pen pal, Roman will still have to make a decision to stand with Dacre or betray the God who healed him. And as the days grow darker, inevitably drawing Roman and Iris closer together, The two of them will risk their very hearts and futures to change the tides of the war. So what did you think, Shosh? I really liked this series. I thought it was so good. I think romantic is probably, I don't know, the best way to describe it. Because that's just what I feel. I feel like the whole thing, the whole, like, both books are just so romantic I don't know if that stems like we talked about when we were talking about divine rivals from the letter writing but there is just Mm -hmm. something I don't know so I don't yeah I mean romantic is really like literally the only word that I'm coming up with about Mm -hmm. it but I loved that I don't know if it's also the setting because it kind of has like a bit of a old-timey kind of feel to it a bit too like I don't know there's something about it that just I love that romantic feeling about it and Mm -hmm. I love Iris and Roman and I loved 
that, you know, we, if you listen to the Divine Rivals conversation, we were talking about not being sure what was going to happen with the letter writing, which was such a big part of the first one. And I loved that we got that in this one. And also that they almost sort of fell in love for a second time. I mean, obviously, Iris knew what was going on. And Roman was influenced by his you know past memories and feelings that sort of had to come back to him but still it was kind of like this rediscovery again and so I I really enjoyed it what did you think um I had a very different experience actually I was super disappointed in this book (laughs) um I've like for me the best way to describe ruthless vows is the word almost so I felt like everything was almost there like there was almost a romance there like they almost fell in love again they almost killed a god they and like they like for me everything was like just almost I couldn't just I couldn't get into well I just never believed that there was going to be that big of a problem so I felt like in the first divine rivals she showed us their love through the story, through their actions, through their words. In Ruthless Vows, I felt like I was told a lot more and shown a lot less. So like we were told that Roman lost his memories, but everything we saw was him gaining them back, which in one sense makes sense, but in another sense, I never experienced him without those memories. Like, it's not like he went, like, in the first book, he was kind of a jerk in the beginning. And he didn't go back to that. And I was like, well, he should have, like, I wanted to see him. I wanted to really believe that he didn't have those memories. That, like, that he had been, not that they wasn't changed or influenced by them, but that he had, like, they were actually gone. And to me, he acted like they were just more, like, repressed, which is fine. But it just wasn't. So I was like, they're there. I mean, it's not going to be hard. He's changed. I, I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say, I will give you that. I mean, that did happen kind of quickly. They did tell mm-hmm. you, essentially, he doesn't have them. And then before you know it, he's basically getting them back. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I would say that maybe that was, like, probably a bit accelerated. She could have, like you said, mm-hmm. made you feel that a little more. I guess, I don't know, maybe just because I love them so much anyways, I was just willing to suspend disbelief a little bit and be like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that yeah and that's fine I just it, to me I don't know it's just everything like and then like even stuff with her brother like I think maybe because he died spoilers but we're talking about those um I was like so his whole point his whole life like in this series was really to separate them find love and then die this sucks like <laughs> Well, honestly, I felt that about her brother. I was kind of like, what's the point? He, he at, the be- at the beginning in the first book, he wasn't there. He was just like, you know what I mean? She's this person that she was trying to find and, you know, everything is right. from Iris. Then he finally shows up and you kind of don't like him because he he's pulling her away from Roman. And you're like, I mean, we discussed at the Divine Rivals thing that that part like broke me. That was like so mm-hmm. rough with him like climbing, you know, clawing his way through the field and her brother like pulling her and I, yes. you know what I mean? So it's like you don't even like him. Then all of a sudden they get back to Oath and it's just like they're basically okay, but they're kind of living separate lives anyways. He's only just sort of there, like you know he's there, but he's not really there. And yeah. then he finally shows back up and just as you're like, okay, maybe I like him because he's kind of 
they, you know, they're hanging, not hanging out, but, you know, they're spending more time together. There's some brotherly affection there. Right, and there's also this other sort of side relationship that sort of comes in for him, and so you, just as you feel like, oh, maybe I will like him, then all of a sudden he dies, and you're like, okay, well, that sucked. Kind of like what, what, like you said, what was the point? So I will give you that. I didn't really factor that in, in my, like, overall you know like or dislike for the book because I was more focused on Iris and Roman but mm-hmm. I I did sort of think that like what why, why did we even have him I mean I know why we had him but mm-hmm. but really why yes well and I felt that way about so much so there's like again there's this beautiful discussion of music but again for me it was it didn't go anywhere it almost went somewhere but it didn't really do much like she kind of puts people to sleep but then there's the sword and she doesn't even use it someone else uses it and like I was just like I, this is but also not doing there was it for hardly me. any music there was all this discussion <laughs> of music and yes. then they barely played any I mean she did put him to sleep but I don't know but not I really guess... like she put him more like in a trance than sleep well and I Okay, I guess the problem that I sort of had with the music too, <laughs> look, it's coming out that apparently I have problems too, but um, I think maybe because you're sort of more in Iris's sort of mind, and Iris puts earplugs in so that she doesn't go into the trance, and I right. feel like somehow that kind of like translates to the reader, and so I never really felt like I felt the music, if that makes sense. It was mm-hmm. just like a discussion and then something that you kind of knew happened. I mean, so I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Which in that sense is clever. So like the writing for this is still great. Like, do not get me wrong. Rebecca Ross does have like a romantic, beautiful, well-crafted writing. So I'm by no means knocking that. I just, in this, for this book everything just felt a little flat for me it was all just almost everything was there but just not as there as I wanted it to be I just remembered another thing that I got annoyed about (laughs) this is so (laughs) stupid this is so stupid but I just want to complain since we're complaining okay so they know that the bombs are going to fall and they need to find all of these places that are safe for them to go ley line right and they're like we're going to our friend's house that we know is safe and they get there and they knock on the door and no one's there. So instead, they're like, we're going to fight all these crowds and find a new place. Now, in the Break end, in. that works out <laughs> because right. obviously it leads them to the place, a place that has the door to the to underground, which is what they needed. So in the end, in that part works out for them. But I was so annoyed. I was like, you're worried there's about to be bombs just dropped everywhere. You have a plan with multiple people that are supposed to be meeting in one place. You're talking about how crowded it is and how much everyone's trying to move and carry things and how much extra time it took you to get places. And you're literally just going to be like, oh, oh, no, they're not home. I guess we'll just walk away. I was like, just open the door. I was like, just open the door. Because either. Break a window. Because it's going to happen with the bomb. I was like, stuff's happening anyways, and it's better to be safe. And your friends aren't going to care because either they're going to be glad that you were safe and maybe not even come to their house, depending on what happens to them, or they defected to the other side to be safe. And then they're not even going to be in their house. So I was like, this is so stupid. Just break into the house. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) Yes. 
that really bothered me everything was like almost it's like little things like that where i was like you have it's like there's a good point to why you need to be in this other place but the way to get there was just almost okay like it almost makes sense but it's like not quite yeah i mean it would have been different like that's the thing too so they ended up then trying the museum and then the museum was so overrun that they ended up finding the right. going to the, like the cafe with the door. So if their original destination had been the museum and they got there, because that's not something you can like break in or get rid of people. And then they were like, okay, we got to find somewhere else. And then they ended up in the cafe. I feel like I would have found that more acceptable. Plausible, but I yes. was like, what are you doing? What are you right. doing? And particularly because it's the meeting place. So I'm like, it's the meeting place. Like if you break in you wait and then you realize that there's no door and you go someplace else like there's just yeah right or again you don't have that be the first stop because again if it had been the museum and you get there and it's overrun and you can't get in the building then i can see you know what i mean like okay Mm -hmm. we've got to like reevaluate what's the next closest place i was like no 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 this does not work for me (laughs) yep exactly um and then the so I knew this book would be different because we were going to get more of Dacre and Enva. So we're going to get more of the gods, we're going to get more of the larger storyline and that means inevitably you're going to get less of Iris and Roman, which is okay, but obviously Iris and Roman are still our favorites cuz that's who we're rooting for and like why we're reading these books. But I don't fully even now understand exactly the relationship between Dacre and Enva and why it is leading to a war. Like every everything of why they did what they did, I wanted more. Like I wanted there to be like an epic love between Dacre and Enva that like Dacre cheated and broke it and then Enva was like yeah, I wanted there just to be more. <laughs> like, this is like, we made some marriage vows. Not really sure why we did that. And now I can't kill him. And he's bad. And he wants to kill me to take my power. Mm-hmm. But we don't know what he wants to do with that power. Because he's never said, like, he wants to be ruler of all. Or what if he was ruler of all, what he would do. Like, what he would change. Other than he you wouldn't just know be he's hurting. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah I feel that and even through you get to the end of the book and I never I felt like you you might not fully know Dacre in the sense that we're talking about like knowing his like full plans or whatever but you at least feel like you kind of got to know him a bit through this book but like Enva even though she showed up I kind of don't still don't really know anything about her feel like I know her at all I'm like oh she seemed cool that one night in the museum but that's kind of it and she did (laughs) yeah like I guess as a projection or whatever essentially sort of show up at the end but I think it would have been better if there could have been like you said some kind of epic I don't know meeting of the gods at the end and that was Mm -hmm. kind of I guess now that we're discussing it more that was kind of (laughs) anticlimactic because she was there which like distracted him but she wasn't really there and then she wasn't really the one to do anything which I mean they sort of explained that she couldn't but still it would have been better if there was like a real meeting of them at some point Mm -hmm. yeah so that she could have explained I needed my freedom I needed 
Like, it's not that I don't love you. It's that your love of me was suffocating and I don't trust you to not be overwhelmed by this power. But she trusted herself not to be overwhelmed by the power because she was the one who ended up actually killing these other gods just so that Dacre couldn't get the power. And I was right, like, but why do we trust her weird. other than the fact that right. they just told us we trust her, I guess. But yes. I don't know. I thought it was weird a little bit, too. Yeah. So magic exists. Like, that's the end, the moral of the story. <laughs> I thought it was so sad, though, too, that he healed all these soldiers, but he only, like, partially healed them. Mm -hmm. And then as they got their memories back, they remembered, essentially, that they were in pain. And then once he was gone, you had all of these soldiers who were essentially you know, still wounded. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that's so sad. They, like, he healed them, but, like, not really. Right. But we don't have the mag the magic that is left over that's not his can't also heal them maybe better? Yeah. I don't know. Magic in this world is a little bit weird because they're, like, there's, like, these ley lines and there's these points where magic shows up, like, that cafe they're at where they're like, oh, the coffee never gets cold. But yet, that Other would be nice. Gods, I'd like my tea to not be cold right now, and it's already cold. <laughs> right. But, but the god. Other than the gods, I don't think anybody really actually has magic. It's like right. bizarre. So they they can't use magic to heal them because they're. I mean, magic exists, but again, only kind of. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's that's like a little bit weird because it's like the people themselves don't have magic, but magic kind of exists. Yeah. Yeah, so this is why <laughs> I love Iris Roman, but I did not love <laughs> did not love Ruthless Vows. This is what happens when you really stop and discuss, because obviously <laughs> I read the book. I mean, it's not that I didn't notice things. Like I said, I was really annoyed, right. for example, when... Yeah, you were annoyed too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was really annoyed, for example, when they went to that house and didn't just, like, break in or whatever. So, I mean, there were right. points and things that I thought of, and I was like, obviously, as we went... But just in general, I was all just like caught up in Iris and Roman and was like, mm -hmm. oh, the letters and they're finally going to be together. And I don't want them to get caught. And like, because, you know, he was be there being like double agents and, you know, all this stuff. And and then you like really stop and talk about it. And you're like, oh, actually, <laughs> oh, <laughs> actually. Yeah. I mean, oh. there were some really like there's some really interesting things about the book. There's it's well written. It. I love that, like, Enva has her little piece at the end so that she gets her freedom. So it, like, wraps up in such a nice way. But, yeah, to me, everything was just almost. It was almost good. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> I would still say that it was good, but I, but I do get what you're saying. And I mm -hmm. definitely, after we've been talking about it, feel like I probably could like downgrade the star like you know mm -hmm. after like really thinking about it and discussing it um because again like there are like I, I totally understand what you're saying and I mm -hmm. obviously as well had some issues with it that were masked by my love for Iris and Rowan yeah. <laughs> I do love them but yeah there were a lot of things that now that we're discussing it you're like but why why was mm -hmm. it done that way or why didn't mm -hmm. we get more mm -hmm. so i would still say it's good i definitely think it's worth oh, reading yeah. but but 
but you're right divine rivals i mean i would have probably said that anyways that divine rivals is better of the two and then yeah i guess it is a little frustrating Mm, that makes me kind of sad (laughs) sorry (laughs) yeah i saw your goodreads um rating and i was like oh i might this might be a really interesting conversation because Shosh gave it a five and I've given it a three. (laughs) I did not see yours, obviously. Uh, So I didn't know what I was in for today, but probably because, yeah. Well, I only saw it because like just now as I was reading the description because right underneath the description (laughs) is... um, friend reviews so like i couldn't stay away from it because yours is right there <laughs> how dare you look at my review no uh i mean like i said i think after this discussion i would probably downgrade it to a four star but i obviously mm-hmm. still probably liked it better than you mm-hmm. but uh yeah like i said i think i was caught up in the at the romance of iris and mm-hmm. roman because yeah. I still I still do really love that part and I still mm-hmm. really love like the leather writing and I was glad that that showed up I was kind of For worried sure. that we were gonna lose that in the second one because they didn't have the typewriters um but see, that I thought that was a little bit weird too that she broke into the museum for the other one although we did discuss that when we were talking about right. Divine Rivals that that was a possibility because we knew there was that third one mm-hmm. but I was like dang got a heist going on right but yeah I was glad well that and that they Baker still... just gave Roman Roman back one right well gave, gave Roman her old Iris's. one yeah. Iris's old one I was like okay but why all right <laughs> he only had two typewriters in the world like and so okay either one is fine <laughs> like, so yeah again i, was I like, did kind cute. of wonder about that though did he, it, but did he give her irises because he was hoping that he wouldn't remember like was that the point that maybe if he had a different typewriter because that was never really yeah. explained because my understanding was all three of the typewriters communicated so it didn't actually matter as long as they each had one it didn't matter like which one yeah why give no. her why give him irises right yeah it's hard to know if like dacre just didn't believe in love or di- like was so oblivious to how people were defecting or why people were defecting from him he was like well as long as you feel fine you'll stay with me and he just didn't acknowledge or realize that people were gaining their memories back but then he was also killing people who were defecting so it's not like he didn't know they were getting their memories back but here there's two typewriters he feels an affinity for one so i'm just going to give him the other that and that's kind of the meanest thing other than killing people that dacre did (laughs) yeah that's true that is very true i don't know yeah i still don't i just still just don't fully understand (laughs) (laughs) i'm with you i i assume as i say i like all i can think about is it's a way to show that dacre is mean because he felt an affinity for one typewriter and i guess all typewriters look the same yeah but what does it even matter that's the thing he didn't know if he obviously didn't know they were magical 
or he wouldn't have given him either one. Right. So what did it even matter if he had affinity for one over the other? That's the only thing I was thinking right. the whole time was maybe it was like an attempt to keep him from remembering sooner because it was right. been his. Right. So maybe but then like why would, would yeah. But then you give him the typewriter of the woman he loves, so that's really going to backfire pretty quickly. <laughs> but I mean, I'm assuming because he doesn't know they're magical, he doesn't think there's any reason for him to have any memories of right. her with the typewriter, is my assumption, yeah. I guess. Right. I don't know. I just can't tell if Roman Ronin thinks that the book was really good, or if he's like, <laughs> no, I absolutely agree. <sighs> yeah, he just wants to participate, apparently. Love uh, it. But yeah, I kept, I don't know, I never quite understood that. I mean, again, I guess I just sort of dispen- um, <laughs> you know, suspended my disbelief a little bit because I was like, okay, whatever, I guess. But I never really mm-hmm. quite understood what the point of that was. Especially because they told us. Like, if it if it wasn't a big deal, then why did they even, like, make a big deal of it, I guess? Mm-hmm. Not that it was a big deal, but you know what I mean. Right. Yep. Yeah, that was All my right. I, I get it, almost. <laughs> yeah, almost. I mean, again, the like, and it, the romance pieces were cute. I loved this. I love the letter writing. I just because I never felt like Roman actually lost all his memories, it wasn't as impactful when he got them back. Because I was like, I just always knew that was going to happen, and it happened so quickly. I guess. So I just never like the stakes never felt truly real. I don't know that I would have felt like it was really real anyways, though, because I think no matter, even if they had convinced us that he lost his memory, like even if it had taken a lot longer for him to get those back, I still would have been like, well, obviously he's going to get them back. Like once you know that you can, which you knew from her brother anyways, I would have been like, okay, well, it's only a matter of time anyways. Yeah. I think that's what bothered me the most is that her his brother her brother was so like I was the only one who could do this because of my love for you and I was like okay well we barely know you brother and yes she's done a lot for you like your love is evident but we've just read this amazing epic love story yeah Roman's gonna remember like you know what I mean like there's just no doubt right that's what I mean so I think like even if you even if it had been more convincing that he had lost his memories, I don't think I ever would have still been, like, afraid, though. Like, I feel like right. in this instance, like, sometimes I guess you can kind of be convinced of those things. But in this instance, I, I just don't think that there is a world where you could have convinced me that he wasn't going to. Unless right. you got through, like, I mean, even still, I was going to say, unless you got through most of the book and he still hadn't remembered, and then it was, like, at the end he finally remembered, I feel like I still would have thought he would recover by the end of the book, but that would have, I guess, left you questioning a bit more and would have really upped the stakes. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I would have liked that, though. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think I just would have liked to see her like bring out the memories and the love that they had more which she kind of did through the letter writing because that's kind of part of what brought him back but you're right even that was kind of short-lived it was almost Mm -hmm. like as soon as they started writing letters within one or two he was like oh yeah obviously there's a connection here Mm -hmm. yeah and I did appreciate like I loved him being kind of a double agent 
So, but like, and not 100% knowing if he was a double agent. So like his uncertainty was really interesting. And that was kind of short lived. It was short lived. Cause that was, he was unsure at the beginning. And then before long, he was just like, okay, obviously I'm a double agent now because Iris. Right. Because of love. Which I get, but I get your point. What did feel like rushed. Mm Mm-hmm. I was thinking maybe if it was a trilogy and then you could have the second book be more like, you know, more about the gods in the story and more of Roman not remembering. And then if he remembered like at the very end of book two, and then you got them finding their way back to each other and actually defeating the gods in book three. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling that like that would have been better. Me too. And that would have given her more space to maybe give Enva and Dacre more story and more explanation uh, a greater a greater evil and a greater good maybe why didn't they ask us <laughs> I don't know but they didn't and they should have <laughs> they should have what's the overall goods re- good reads rating on it just out of curiosity it's still really high um, maybe everybody was swayed like me without really like stopping to think it through yeah, four point three eight. I oh, also a really lot of high. the reviews though are still five stars, and they haven't read them yet because it's like the pre-reviews, that, like the pre-stars that people do. Hmm. So I'm thinking that right now the biggest problem or the reason it's so high is that a lot of people gave it five stars before they read it. They haven't had a chance to read it yet. Hmm. Well, that'll be interesting to see where it ends up. But like I said, I was swayed by just like the romance of it until we actually sat and discussed it, obviously. I was just like, oh, yay! They're back together! So, there could be some of that, too. Especially because I really loved the first one. Oh, the first one was so so good. I loved the first book. Beautifully written. Such a romantic love story. If we just take the like all the first book and we just ignore the very ending, like the end of the wedding and then the war ends and life is good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I still think it's the series is worth reading, but I guess just be be prepared for some almosts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the best I can say at this point. I guess. Yeah. I told my coworker because she I asked her if she'd read it and she read Divine Rivals and I was like, Well, have you read Ruthless Vow? She's like, Not yet. I said, Great, read it, take your expectation down a notch. And I think you'll be happier. <laughs> so I think that would help too. Yeah, for I sure. I had such high expectations because I loved Divine Rivals. Well, we've discussed that before, and I think sometimes the expectations you have going in really do play a role. Because if you're expecting to really something to be like really, really good, and your expectations are so high, then sometimes it's hard for them to meet that. And then sometimes you go into something that you expect to be awful, and you come out being like, "Wow, that was really good." good. But I think it's because you were expecting so much worse. You know, your mm-hmm. expectations were so low, so that definitely I think can play can play a role. Mm-hmm. Well, let us know if you've read Divine Rivals and Ruthless Vows and what you thought about it. What did we miss? 
can let us know on Instagram at apartment29a or on our email address, apt29a at gmail.com. Have a great week, Hi, everyone. everyone.